Hello and welcome to the second ever episode of the Dear Self with Love podcast. My name is Jenna Knapp and I am your host. I'm an artist, space holder, and subconscious deep sea diver working and living in Milwaukee, Wisconsin with my partner and my cat. And in full transparency, I am recording this episode in our bedroom closet. I have (laughs) a great setup. I've got some sweet grass burning. I've got a cup of fruit punch iced in a mug, very specific, a water bottle. We've got a better microphone this week, and the acoustics in here are the best that they can get when you live on a noisy street and you no longer have a studio to record things in, and that's okay. Um, That intro is right in line with everything that you need to know about this episode, which is all about normalizing taking breaks, the power of saying no, and the energies of protecting your time. And I'm going to dive into some personal stories about my recent hiatus and taking a seven-ish month break inside of my coaching business um, and from social media and really all the things, making a pretty direct pivot in my life to be able to create that space, but also just the allowance of energy shifting and, you know, the ability to return to what it is you want to do um, once you realize you miss it. Once the space of a break can illuminate, oh, I want to go back to that. And rather than me feeling like, well, I have to have X, Y, and Z to be able to do this. Like, no, you can just work with what you have. And I just have to say, I'm like so happy to have this fresh start under a new name of a podcast. Um, I've had a few people, like, since starting this one, going and digging up the old one, um, the Mental Wealth and Wellness podcast, and um, it's been really sweet to see people, um, like, going back into old episodes, Um, and it just is such an energy shift to be able to be here now. So, If you were a previous listener, welcome back. Thank you for being here. Thanks for following me over here to Substack. And um, let's dive in. Let's dive in. So let that first intro just be a permission slip. This episode is all about permission slips. Permission slip number one is feel free to do exactly what you want to do with the resources that you have. And if you can't, it's okay to do the best you can with the resources you have, yeah? Um, So if there's something you really want to do, sometimes the act of doing it and seeing it through is much more satisfying than putting it on a list of things I'll do soon or things I'll do when X, Y, and Z fall into place. So the inspiration from this episode really came from an Instagram post I made within the last month. Um, 
like I said, I was taking a break from um, my coaching business and social media was a part of that because those two are like really intertwined for me. Um, and as I was like kind of coming back to life and starting to like be more present and show people like, hey, I like made these um, planners, Do Yourself With Love planners is one of the things that I was able to do on my hiatus and really tap into my creative energy. Uh, it um, became like really apparent that I had like this, um, this urge to tell people where I had been. One, I know I don't owe anyone an explanation, but two, something told me like, just, just go ahead, just go ahead. Um, and I had this like wave of embarrassment come up of being like, do you really want to do that? Um, and I, I decided to just do it casually for starters and just say like, you know, I've been gone, I've been busy, you know, I like had to make a whole list to like make it seem like I was, you know, being productive in my break. And I definitely did have some productivity of things that I always had wanted to do, but never had time to do. Um, but I was wanting it to look a, a certain way. I could feel that at first. And I was saying like, I've taken a break. I've like created space for my creative projects. I've created these 2023 self-love planners. Um, and then I like slipped in, like I became a barista, right. And, um, I'm building out my next coaching program and I kind of like put it all together and said like being present with family and friends, just wanted to make it sound good. <laughs> and, um, then I started to like peel back the layers more and just said like, uh, I needed this time, right? I was really burnt out. I had to like find a way to create that space. And one of the things I needed to do was I needed to have a different source of income because I was having a very um, hard time living invoice to invoice. And it had just like caught up to me after building a business through the pandemic, holding deep space for people who were, you know, going through just such a huge time of change all the things. I just needed to show up somewhere that I could get paid and I could like leave at the end of the day and not really worry about and just know what I could expect. Like I needed that. There, I had been dealing with so many unexpected uh, scenarios of just kind of things being unpredictable for so long and I, I reached a burnout for that as well. And I had someone reach out to me once I was really honest about that and said, like, thank you so much for talking about this and um, being able to be honest about it. I dream of being able to take a break, um, but it's really scary. And I feel like we don't normalize that, right? Like, specifically in the coaching industry, there is this pressure, um, just online spaces in general, small businesses, entrepreneurs, like there is this pressure that once you start, you can't stop, right? The snowball of momentum keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And like maybe the only time you can take a break is once you have a team to fill your space or you have um, a certain uh, like strategy to be able to accommodate, uh, you know, a, a system that like... Um, 
is there in place for you when you are taking a break, like running in the background, you know what I mean? Like automation kind of stuff. Um, and when they reached out to me, I was like, okay, whew, there it is. Whenever I have that sensation of like, ooh, I do not know if I actually want to share this publicly. One, because I'm not totally sure if I'm oversharing. Two, I don't owe anyone an explanation. But three, I just had a nudge, like something's there. And when I got this feedback from this person saying like, thank you for saying this and like for normalizing what a break can look like, um, it made me really want to talk about it even more deeply and even more honestly here. And to really rewind for you and go further back and say that I had been wanting to take a break. I had been wanting to take a break for over a year before I actually did. And the way things went, like, just one thing after another kept happening, basically to the point where it became so obviously clear that, like, the universal energies, God, source, whatever it is that you believe in, were pushing me towards this break so intensely that, um, everything around me was like becoming a lesson. And you know, those sorts of situations you find yourself in that if you don't learn a lesson, it'll just keep becoming more and more intense until you learn it. It was that. And so when I really first wanted to take a break was when I was um, deciding to step down from my NLP training program where I was training other coaches in neuro-linguistic programming and certifying them. I decided to step down from that. I like made a big like announcement email about it. I felt like this extreme bliss and relief, like I'm free. I truly felt like I'm free. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to sink into my creativity. I have this vivid memory of being in a park in a hammock on the phone with two of my best friends and just feeling like this bliss, like I'm free, I'm going to be okay. And literally a couple hours later, I had a phone call where I was supposed to chat with someone who um, was interested in one-on-one coaching. And on that call, they pitched to me that they were actually interested in mentorship. And we ended up designing this program that was like essentially me teaching them NLP as a coach um, and doing it in a way that wasn't like a group cohort, but it was it was still the thing I was just trying to close the door on. Um, and I, at the time, took that as a sign of like, okay, let's just do that. That sounds good. Like, it's cool that this person still really wants to learn from me. I feel really honored by that. It'll still be a different pace. It'll be great. Like, I love working with this person. It'll be good. And I opened it up to a few other people, and I had, like, a few mentorship one-on-one clients um, that I shifted into, and uh, it was really sweet. It was, like, a good pace, working with, like, five, six people instead of, like, 15, and I liked it. Um, But when I think back to that day now of like being in that hammock and feeling that bliss and that freedom, I only let myself feel that for a very, very short amount of time. And then I immediately like went back. And that's why part of this topic is about protecting your time. Because it seems like when you want to take a break, when you see the opportunity to take a break, and we could even just really bring this down to a micro scale of like a weekend, right? 
let's say you have a weekend off and you, you're like, okay, there's no plans this weekend. I am going to protect this time with all my might. There's something energetically that happens when you need that time most. It's like the test flood in of like invitations from this friend, invitations from that coworker, invitations from a family, a family member calls, uh, you know, just all these things kind of surface as opportunities of kind of tempting you of like how you could fill your time, things that you might actually really, really want to say yes to, but at, at all costs, you promised yourself you were going to take that time, right? Have you ever experienced this? Because I feel this so intensely on a micro and macro scale often because I know one of my biggest lessons in this lifetime is honoring time, is learning how to work with time, and is being able to be patient with myself as I learn how to protect my time. And so when I look back on this and see like, okay, I was ready to take that break then, but I put myself into like a six month commitment. And when those six months wrapped were in the process of wrapping up, I did something really funny <laughs> and I, I tried to plan an in-person event where I would just do an in-person version of the training. And to be honest, I'm laughing because I just can see it so clearly now that I was just like flailing about. I was just trying to do what I thought everyone wanted from me rather than taking a break, taking time, creating space so that I could listen to what I wanted to do next. And I was so deep into, um, I was so deep into doing what I thought other people wanted from me because I think the industry teaches us to like give people what they want, ask them what they want, you know, do, um, do like surveying and ask questions and really like create content to find like what people need and then create what they need and ask them what they need. Like at a certain point though, you can feel like you are making work and or creating programs and or events and opportunities that are because someone else asked you to do it, not because you actually had the idea, had the download, felt it move through you, like you you had to do it like it was your life purpose, right? Like I was missing that energy and I couldn't find it anywhere and it was because I needed to take a break. It was because I needed to heal myself from my burnout and I needed to get back to center and find my own voice and everything. And that includes being able to have discernment around what I would say yes or no to. And I started to flail around some bit, a bit more and just like have meltdowns and the meltdowns got bigger and more intense to the point where um, I really just felt like I was not in a good space to hold space for anyone and had kind of like made some jokes with my partner Taj about every time I went to work at my favorite local coffee shop, Stone Creek, um, they had these little like currently hiring pieces of paper. And I remember sending a picture one time of like, this doesn't sound too bad. Um, I would do this. And, 
I enough time passed where I just like that I I really meant it. Like I was like I would do this. This could be like a nice break to just like turn off my my business brain for a while. And I gave myself like this window of like I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to see if I get an interview. And then I got a group interview. And then I got the one-on-one interview after that. And then I got offered the position. And then they asked me like how long do you think you plan on staying? And I said six months to two years because I wanted to give myself at least six months to see what I could do with um, turning off my business brain for a minute, being able to have a different source of income, being able to get out of the house after living virtually in front of Zoom for three and a half years, being able to move my body after a pandemic and after just being glued to a chair for so long. And enjoying coffee. Coffee is one of my greatest joys in life. I love it. I have it every single morning. It's very nostalgic for me. It's tied to just awesome, pleasant memories of growing up with my mom and um, being around family members that enjoy coffee and just coming together over a cup of coffee. Uh, And I was just like, I could do this. This could be, this could be a really good break. And I felt excited. I felt embarrassed. I felt nervous. I felt so out of place. I felt like giddy and excited. And I I want to highlight that the embarrassment piece comes from only comes from this expectation that when you are on a trajectory of growth it's only forward movement. And I was making the mistake of looking at this as a step back, which is not fair. And I, I take it back now and I don't feel embarrassment anymore because I see that it actually was the place that I was allowed my, like allowing myself to heal from my burnout and allowing myself to be exactly what I needed to be and to just show up exactly as I was. And that is irreplaceable, you know? Um, and there have been other times in my life where I have needed to take a break and I go, I always go back to food service, customer service, um, because it's a type of space holding, in my opinion. You build a community with your coworkers. You build a, co- a community with the regulars that come in. And I, I really enjoyed that. Um, And so it felt like a safe place to return to, but I let myself get embarrassed by it because I had built up this narrative for myself that in my business, being a small business owner and entrepreneur, things needed to look a certain way. And I needed to hit one milestone after another milestone after another, another milestone. And there was only room for perpetual growth. And that is just how it goes for some people. And I just, when I started, I was like, this is how it's going to go for me. And life happened and my path looks a little bit different than what I quote unquote, again, air quotes, thought it should look like. And that's okay. Because now more than ever, after this break, after having this time away from my business, I've really, really, really started to miss it. And I would have never known if I missed it if I didn't give myself the space from it. I crave being one-on-one with people again. I was so excited to come back to the podcast 
But anyway, like this craving that I felt for it, let me know that I, I was on the right track. And I really was questioning that before, um, to the point where I couldn't feel my own energy. And as I started to crave it, I started to get ideas of how I would return and the new one-on-one program that I'm going to be um, releasing after the March equinox, the spring equinox in March, uh, and have some ideas about a small group program that I want to do and being able to be consistent with the podcast again and being able to send out um, little bits and pieces via uh, posts on Substack and just getting curious about life again. That's really what it comes down to is like, I feel curious about life again and I love to channel that curiosity into a format that allows other people to explore these ideas through themselves. Uh, and I love hearing what it does for people, how it lands for people, and how it can bring us together. So with that trajectory of knowing how much I miss it, knowing how much I crave it, and being able to still have the sustainability of the community I've built at Stone Creek of having a food service job. As I make this transition back into my business and just take it slow and easy, I'm going to be doing something that I never did before. Um, When I was starting my business, I just went all in. I went all in. I had a few short gigs here and there from time to time that would be like income on the side, uh, helping my dad at the farmer's market. I had a few gigs like office gigs here and there. Um, but I, I really can't wait to experience what it's like to have the emotion, uh, wow, emotional freedom, I guess I was going to say financial freedom, but emotional freedom wanted to come out (laughs) as well from that subconscious place. So to have that emotional freedom and that financial freedom to be able to hold space for other people without it needing, immediately needing to be like, how I pay my bills and how um, I live my life invoice to invoice to relieve that pressure and to have this support is something that I've always admired in other people who start their coaching business while they're still at a full-time job and then they you know build up to a certain place before they leave like I've always been a deep end diver. Like I've always gone in the deep end. And for the first time in my life with this, I feel like I'm committing to a path of walking into the shallow end and truly walking all the way to the the middle end, the part where your feet are still on the ground, but the water is at your neck before I'm like going to be treading water in the deep end. And it just feels so good to be doing it differently. And the only reason I can be doing it differently now is because I did say no a lot when I was shutting things down and still getting inquiries about coaching. I I had to say no over and over and over and over again to the point where it got kind of frustrating. I was just like, how many times am I going to have to keep protecting my time and my space like this? But it was so worth it. And I want to share with you, in closing, the way that I held myself accountable to that. Because I knew that through this, I was breaking, and still am breaking, 
lifelong patterns of just overcommitting, uh, defaulting to saying yes, um, wanting to find a way to make other people happy, uh, and having that like sort of spidey sense or intuitive sense of when something doesn't feel quite right when you get an invitation or a opportunity crosses your path or someone asks something of you, um, I started to ask myself this question and give myself this prompt of um, just very simply at what cost, abbreviated to AWC, uh, because I needed like something quick, like I can ask myself this question or I can, you know, text my accountability partner in this scenario, which is my mom, because my mom has watched me go through this cycle over and over again since I was 15 years old, um, is to run a scenario of at what cost, AWC. Uh, and that means like when an opportunity comes across and something is asked of me, even if it's just like, can this fit into my calendar this week, like this hang out with this friend, or can I, you know, do laundry at this time? You know, I don't need to, at this point, I don't need to, <laughs> I don't need to run uh, at what cost of that size past my mom, but like something bigger, like, um, you know, uh, a new position opening up at Stone Creek and me feeling like, oh, should I go for it? Like, but that would equal more time there when I really want to be getting back to my business or, you know someone asking me to do a collaboration that maybe I'm not quite ready for because I just really want to be in my own energy right now. When I ask myself at what cost, I'm literally looking at financial cost, energetic cost, and the time it costs. And sometimes I need to write it down and literally be like, how many hours is this? Or how many days, how many weeks is this? Months? Can I afford that? How much time? how much energy would this be? Like, is it emotional energy? Is it mental energy? Is it physical energy? Right. And then that can also equate to time because if there's a, if there's a mental energy part, you have to equate for the amount of time that that mental energy takes. Does it involve sleepless nights? There, like that counts in the time category. And then of course, like the, the actual financial cost, you know, is me saying, no to um, the potential for for more hours at um, my coffee shop job. Uh, actually, me saying yes to you know uh, a more um, fruitful opportunity of pouring into my business as I'm rebuilding, for example. Um, and a, a, a smaller scale example of that could be like, uh, you know, someone asks me to uh, do a, a collaboration, but for that collaboration, I need a certain software and I need to have that software for a certain amount of months so that I can uh, be able to, you know, give out affiliate links. Well, I have to take into account all of those costs and all of that energy, right? Everything we do is time, money, or energy, or a combination of all the three. And for whatever reason, that at what cost is what really resonated with me. Um, and 
I know that like an acronym is always good for me and maybe you have something that could work for you. Maybe it's not at what cost, but maybe it's a, a simple little question or a couple words that you can turn into an acronym that um, feel good for you. There was another one I had at first when I was like trying to figure out what fit and I feel like it was, um, oh, it was, is this too much? I-T-T-M. So before it was at what cost, it was, is this too much? I-T-T-M. That kind of has a nice ring to it too, where I just asked myself, like, am I putting too much on my plate? Right. But I really liked the at what cost because of what it embodied of like this, um, spending of energy. So when you are creating this own sort of check-in for yourself, something that you can ask as soon as your like gut instincts go off of like, oop, like I gotta check in with this before I like look and see if I can can do this. Um, also consider maybe having an accountability person that you run it past because whether you're writing it all out on paper or you're running it through via text with your accountability partner, just seeing it somewhere is super helpful because the the mental running through of scenarios uh, can sometimes get jumbled when we're when we are in decision making territory, and seeing it down on paper is just like seeing a pros and cons list, right? It really can helps you make a visual representation of like what you're what you're working with. So I want to invite you to create your own version of that and see how it works for you. Um, And if it feels really silly at first, that's okay. Let it be extra silly by literally filtering every decision through it. This can be almost a form of time tracking. So you can see how many decisions are you faced with? How many commitments, commitment decisions are you faced with? How often do you say yes? How often do you say no? Like, get curious about it. Keep a log about it if you need to. And as uncomfortable as it might be, find a way to say no. And if it literally is getting honest and blunt about your current capacity, do it. It'll feel incredible. Also, you can keep it private. However you want to do this, you can make it totally your own. Um, but that's something that's really worked for me in this whole chapter of protecting the break that I've had. And I just want to normalize it by inviting you to do the same, to protect your energy, to feel comfortable saying no, the power of no, the power that you call back to yourself when you protect what you told yourself you would protect is unmatched and you deserve that. Um, and you deserve a break. So if this, if you've needed this episode as a permission slip to take a break so that you can return to yourself, so you can hear yourself think, or so that you can let your body rest, or you can come up with your next big idea, your next big invention or program or product, um, or creative work of art, whatever it might be, I just want you to know that there is no way in the long term that you will take a step backwards by taking this break. And if it is ever a step backwards or feels like a step backwards, it truly is a step backwards so that you can take five steps forward. 
And it might be a momentary delay, but it's only so that you can accelerate with more energy, more inspiration, more clarity, more passion for what it is that you do. And or, I will also say this, and or clarity that maybe you don't want to go back to the thing you were doing, but more, um, more uh, like curiosity about what could be next or more ideas or more space for your intuition to talk to you about like what direction you want to go instead, right? My story is about homecoming back to my coaching business, but your story might be like a complete release and realizing what's next for you. Maybe you've got a new chapter coming up or a new book entirely. And wherever you're at in that, it's okay. It's okay. And it's okay to to do it via the shallow end versus the deep end. Um, so if you're listening to this on Substack, please leave a comment below. Let me know how this resonated with you and let me know um, where in your life you need to take a break or where in your life you need to evaluate uh, at what cost and kind of protect your time and energy and ideas for how you might do that. I appreciate you for being here and I look forward to hearing from you. That's weird. Not hearing from you in the next episode. I look forward to um, being with you through this weird time space connection we have uh, through podcasting in the next episode. And I guess deep down, I just really hope I hear from you too. So reach out. Let me know how it resonated with you and have a beautiful rest of your day.